like it. Right. What's up, everybody? You're now tuned into another episode of The Elite. I'm your host, Mark G. Chad couldn't be here for this episode, but I got my brother from another mother <laughs> with me. What's going on, B? Yo, what's good with you, bro? I'm happy I could finally be on, man. I've been waiting for a minute for this. I appreciate you pulling up, man. Appreciate you pulling up. Sir, let's get it. All right, so you... On the regular, we usually do talk about like the latest news or whatever. But this episode, we we just gonna go in the rankings, like just point blank period. Ain't ain't no way around it. Skip so, it. I need I need the top five QBs all time. Ooh, man, top five QBs all, all time. time. Hey, let's get this. You know, I th- I've been thinking about this for a minute, but number five, I'm gonna have to go with my my guy Brett Favre. He a gunslinger, bro. He, he a gunslinger. Like you look at his career, man, and he he gone like yeah, he gonna throw picks, but he gonna uh, get them touchdowns to MVP championship. Like I gotta have Brett Favre at my number five list. Oh, so all yours is in order. Okay. Yeah, I I, I put mine in order. Four though, I'm gonna have to go with uh the the legend John Elway, Denver. You know he got a. He lost a few chips, but um, he got two of them MVP as well. Like that man, he a legend in Denver too. So I gotta give his props. And uh, number three, Peyton Manning. We all know Peyton Manning's career. Colts. He has that devastating neck injury, and then has like fifty-one touchdowns or whatever it was. Wins the championship there too. And uh, yeah, that I can't really say much about that. And then. Two and one, I feel like, is the most, like, controversial because people want to do this and that. Right. But two, I'm still going to have to go with Joe Montana. At two? Because <laughs> this man, like, what separates him and Tom Brady, I think it's just uh, first the the one ring. I mean, it's six to five right there. But I, I think Tom Brady's just been clutched. Whenever you need him throughout his career, I think he's just been clutched. That's why I have him at number one. You got the six championships and the four uh, Super Bowl MVPs, the 14 Pro Bowl. I mean, I could go on and on. People saying Bill Belichick in the system, but you look at how what Bill Belichick's doing right now compared to Tom Brady. So Tom Brady is the GOAT for me. So, yeah, that's my QB rankings. You go ahead, bro. Let's see. Mine, mine is definitely nowhere near the same as yours. I'm going to go ahead and say that now. Hey, hey, it's opinion, bro. So I ain't even put mine in order. Except for one and two, because like you, it's controversial, but they there. You already know who they are. So one, I got Joe Montana, and then of course two, Brady. Those are always interchangeable. Uh, only reason I got Joe Montana over Brady right now is is because Joe Montana went undefeated in the Super Bowl. He ain't lose when he got to the game. It was a wrap, pretty much. Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. It was a wrap for Joe Montana. He got there as a over. Hell yeah! Ready for this three? I got Drew Brees. Ooh. He got some records. He do got some records. I'll tell you that. Drew Brees got it. I'm a, I'm a Brees fanatic. I ain't even a Saints fan, but if Brees is not a first ballot Hall of Famer when he retire. Well, he better be. We ride and he's not. Everybody on the voting council needs to be drug tested. <laughs> like, ain't no way he's not a first ballot like Hall of Famer. Brees at three. Okay. Okay. What you got for, to round out your, your list, though? Say again. I said, what you got to uh, round out your list, though? Oh, four Dan Marino, five Peyton. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I, I feel like you have some disagreements there, Sir Ty. 
I mean, you you said it's just because you said uh, you didn't have no rankings. Now, if you would have ranked them four and five, I would have been like, why you got Damarino ahead of Peyton? Because Dan didn't win, though. He had the numbers, but he can never yes. win. Peyton got you two chips and MVPs. So I would have him higher. But since you wasn't ranking them, then no, well, I don't have even no Even if I was ranking them, wouldn't you say Dan Marino is higher? Just for the simple fact that when you needed him, he did show up. Like, not in the playoffs, Peyton, though. I don't know. I don't know well, about that. In the regular season, sure. Yeah, he sure showed up. Yeah. But Peyton also, Peyton also had that stigma on him, too. As far as like him not showing up in the playoffs and couldn't get past Brady, this that and third. Yeah, that. But at the end of the day, he still got you two chips to Dan yeah. Marino zero. Yeah. So yeah. you know, yeah. quarterbacks yeah. are always judged on how many rings they got. That's true. That's so true. That's the only reason I would have Peyton above for Dan. That, that's, that's a good always... QB list. I like that. Say again. I said that's a that's a good uh, QB list. I like that. Oh yeah, most definitely. Now, since you said rings count for, since we were referring to quarterbacks and everything, and you said Brady's got six compared to Montana's four, like, doesn't that, shouldn't you hold the weight of those three losses, especially the two against the Giants? The two against the Giants, you definitely should hold heavily against Brady. Because, you know, if you're going to have this argument for the greatest of all time, everything's going to be accounted and it's going to be weighed properly, right? Facts. Yeah, that's that's true. But yeah, those definitely those Giants losses. Um, those those probably is the the big hitter on Brady's career because it's the one season was it two thousand seven when he was undefeated. They should have won that. That was that was ridiculous. You, you got <laughs> I don't know how you let Eli Manning win that one, but of all people, Eli Manning. I I still personally I would still have Tom up there just because how clutch he's been over his career. Um, the fact that he really, I mean, besides Randy Moss, that won't, those few years or whatever, how many years there were, he really didn't have any name receivers. He had them Walmart brand receivers, you know, like <laughs> he doing it with people you never heard of. Like I remember one time in the playoffs, a dude got, uh, Chris Hogan. Yeah. He went for like 150, like against us, like this no name receiver people haven't heard of. I'm like, man, this man is great. Like he'll put the ball on the money. So that's what's the separator for me. But I, I I definitely respect Joe Montana. I want to for, you know, it's opinionated. I like it. But any honorable mentions for quarterbacks you want to throw out there before we get on to the next position? Uh, yeah, I probably would. You had Dan Marino and uh, Drew Brees in your list, but those probably would be my honorable mentions because that's some good names too. Elite quarterbacks, definitely. Uh, two names I want to just throw out there. You're a Steelers fan, so you would appreciate the first one. Terry Bradshaw. Terry, yes, sir. Steve Young. Those two. Ooh, forgot about Steve, too. Warren Moon. Warren Moon would definitely be another oh, honor. Warren Moon, yeah, definitely. Those are those some good honorable. Especially Steve, because Steve, man, he came right after Joe and another yeah. Hall of Fame. Crazy. MVP, yeah, champion. That's crazy. Right. I like it. All right, so next, we, we're just going to jump into running backs next. Say receivers for last. You got your top five running backs? I got him, man. I don't, I don't know if you – I feel like you you will agree, but let's let's see. Number five, I'm going to have to go with that man, LT. Okay. Yo, there's a reason this man was on the Chargers in that they had that lightning bolt. Like, this man was electric. Like, every time he touched the ball, you know – I mean, there's a chance he can score. Like, this man was just so electric. Um, And then number four, I'm going to have to go with Emmett. 
I hate talking good about Cowboys, but this man, this man Emmett, he's a champion MVP as well, and uh, he just runs with so much purpose every time. Every you know, he's fighting for every carry, so I always respect it when I looked at highlights. Um, and number three, what we got? Number three, Walter Payton. Yo, you watch any documentary, anything on him? Like everybody's talking about, always talking about how good of a man he was. They got that award, you know, the Walter Payton. Yeah, the man of the year. So gotta have him in your top five. Yeah. Number two is probably my favorite, and that's uh Barry Sanders. Whoa. Sheesh, this man. <laughs> you talk Barry about, Sanders is different. <laughs> yeah, you talk about graceful, like the way this man ran the ball is crazy. And he had a great year and only played like ten years. Uh, I wish he would have played longer because he definitely would have maybe been number one. And number one is is definitely Jim Brown. He's the second best Cleveland athlete. <laughs> ever. Ever. behind LeBron James of course but this man goaded and it's the same thing with Walter Payton you talk uh, to anybody about Jim Brown and they'll tell you some good things so yeah that's my top five I think that's a pretty good top five running that's, back you know yo, no no lie like that's pretty much my list <laughs> Facts. I have Go ahead with yours. in this exact order I got Barry Sanders one Jim Brown two Walter three Smith four LT five Damn. Yeah, that's that's tough right there. I feel like that's just like, it should be a consensus top five with that. Like maybe you can throw in like my honorable mention probably would be like Marshall Falk because that show on yeah. turf they had in St. Louis was that crazy. Was ridiculous. Yeah. But uh yeah, besides that, those are definitely the top five running backs for me. Oh yeah. Without question. Like those like you said, top those should be your top five running backs no matter who you are, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Very only reason that I will say the only reason I got Barry Sanders number one is because most of his career he was running the ball like with no O line. You've seen it. Yeah, that's that's a good point. He he was basically out there by himself after he got the ball. Exactly. Well, I, I would say the only reason I have Jim Brown at one is just like how consistent he was. Like his whole career, he averaged like uh, over a hundred yards per game. Like that's crazy. You think about it. Like over your whole year, you getting a hundred every time. Like, it's like, a guaranteed hundo. Exactly, it's a guaranteed hundred. So, that's why I have it. But Barry is a close close second, so I like it. I definitely agree. One of my honorable mentions is Earl Campbell. Like, you can't forget Earl Campbell. You that bulldozer. You really can't. That man's a legend. Legendary. Hey, One. people who listen to this, if you don't know who Earl Campbell is, go look up some tape, yo. That's, <laughs> that's all we're going to say. The tape will explain itself. The tape will. It will. <laughs> Another one. Even though he's still playing in the league right now, I think AP should be an honorable mention. Yes. I remember that one year he was so close to breaking the the rushing record. He came like nine yards away. I was like, man, I was. But yeah, that's that's another name. You think he can score every time he touched the ball? Gotta be careful with him. In his prime, nobody was stopping. Oh no. There's there's one play that stands out in my mind. It was against your Steelers. Uh, I think his quarterback was Christian Ponder at the time. Throws a quick out route over the middle, and he just straight bulldozes William Gay. Man. I was like, Lord, somebody. Look up them highlights right there. <laughs> I was like, man, that, that man different. He going to hurt somebody. Oh, exactly. I I like that. I don't know mentioned. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. like, All right. Boy, in my opinion, this is the second most controversial top five behind quarterbacks. I mean, you might you might have to go first in on the receivers. Then. All right, so my top five, in this order, 
In this order. Jerry Rice won. I ain't even gonna say more than that. You already know what that man about. Like, that's Jerry Rice. Two, I got Randy Moss. Absolute freak of nature. Lanky, fast. You're not stopping him on the deep ball. They literally ran. He literally runs the same three routes every game. (laughs) And you're not stopping it. And you're not stopping it. You can't do nothing. Number three, Marvin Harrison. Okay. Got to respect the hands. Him and Peyton over the years in Indianapolis. He's quiet. And he got the job done, and he was a guaranteed catch. Oh, yeah. Anytime he was in his radius. Four, another one of your Steelers made my list. Lynn Swan. Ooh. Yes, sir. I got him yes, number four. Swan. I, I, can't remember, I can't remember which Super Bowl it was. There was a Super Bowl against the Cowboys that I've seen highlights of. Mm-hmm. And the catches, there's, it was a falling catch. He got pass, pass interference all day. But, you know, back in the day, that wasn't really pass interference. That's like uh-huh. a high five. Exactly. Falling down makes catch. It was it was insane. His catch rating a ninety nine definitely. <laughs> oh yeah, number five, Megatron. Ooh, man, six five two forty. Linebacker playing receiver. That's, like, that's a cheat I, code, bro. A whole cheat code. <laughs> like in my opinion, you're, we're never the closest thing we're gonna get to Megatron right now is DK Metcalf, and he's not even yeah, to that level in there yet, but. That's the closest, you right, because he was such an unreal specimen, man. That's crazy. How you how you get covered by the the corners and the safety over top, and you still come down with the ball? Cause he's not human, man. <laughs> he is not human. I'm so, I'm just so mad he was in Detroit. Like they was wasting his that prime was, years. Can't get him no chip. Like if he had a, I mean, not that Matthew Stafford is bad, but if he just had a, a better team around him, man, it yeah, makes some noise. I. I think he definitely should have traded off that team a lot sooner. And he would have probably ended up playing longer, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they tore this man up. Damn. Wasted his time. Yeah, my, my list is different from yours. It is. Number five, though, I do have I do have Megatron at number five. You know, we already talked about the reasons, but I got him. And uh, number four, I got Larry Legend. I can't even argue with that. Man, is he's just, like, consistent. Like, this man been playing for 17, 18 years, whatever it is. I mean, he's obviously he's declining athleticism and stuff, but he's just right at the he's still at the sticks. When you need the first down, he's right there. Just been consistent and uh, you know, uh, reliable. Uh, number three, got the controversial, infamous Terrell Owens. Oh wow! This man, I feel like he should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. They was playing with my man, and I don't know why. Cause look at the tape. This man it was like. You want someone to play hurt. You you want the passion of the game. That's T.O. when he was in Dallas, yeah. when he was in Philadelphia, like and when he was in San Francisco. Like he gonna play hard and he gonna. I, I don't know if they ever um, if they ever said the story was true, but I remember that like uh, in the Super Bowl they saying he had like a bad ankle or something, and he still had like nine catches for a buck twenty two. Like yeah. was it the Super so, Bowl against the Pat? Yeah, that's the only Super Bowl. Yeah, the one against the Pats. Yeah. I think it was like a broke. If I remember correctly, it was like a broken leg. Yeah, like, something you, you are like right. Nine for one twenty-two. Like what, bro? Yeah, To is definitely my top five. And oh. this is where we we disagree right here on the one two because I got Jerry Rice at two. Like okay, hey, hear me out. Hear me out. Oh lord, hold on. If you want stats, bro, this is how my head right. If you want stats, yeah, go go with Jerry because he he has all the stats. Like yes, 
But Randy Moss is the best receiver I've ever seen, man. The talent-wise, bro, like, this man said he wouldn't even stretch before games. Like, if he actually had, like, the work ethic of, like, uh, LeBron James or Kobe or Michael Jordan, he would have definitely had way better numbers than um, – I wouldn't say way better, but closer numbers to Jerry Rice. But talent-wise, I don't even think it's close with him and Jerry. I think Randy Moss was definitely the better talent. That's why I have Randy at, at number one. So, yeah, stats-wise, though, I, I agree. He, he's definitely, you know, the goat with stats. But talent, man, give me Randy. Well, I don't – I mean, I, I can't even <laughs> – I didn't see that coming out. I didn't see T- Terrell Owens being on your list either. Like got that. to. Got to. I, I I can't say I would put T.O. top five. He's an honorable mention. He's mm-hmm. definitely my honorable mention. I can't say I can't see T.O. in the top five. As far as Randy over Jerry, from your perspective, I do understand where you're coming from, but I disagree. Even mm-hmm. with talent-wise, Jerry Rice coming out of college, like nobody thought much of this man. He just showed up and worked and became the greatest receiver of all time. Like he. Like you, Randy Moss is good for a deep threats. Deep threats. He's big, tall, like a receiver, athletic as hell. But you're not gonna send him across the middle as much as, like you could Jerry Rice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He 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 didn't have the the frame on him like you know Jerry and, and Calvin and them boys. It's just it's just the talent difference with me. So we just gonna have to agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> <laughs> big fact. I ain't okay. You got any honorable mentions? Larry Legend was one of mine too. Um, I'm a, I'm a shout out that that man Chris Carter. He Ohio yeah. State Ohio State guy, and his, his days in Minnesota was good. So I would I would have him. I probably would have him, maybe not nine or ten, but still I want to you know shout him out because he was still a great receiver for a good time. You know, very reliable, good hands. I like it. Definitely. See, I got Steve Largent. Larry Legend, like Ooh. you said, Chris Chris Carter was on uh, also on that list. Uh, with receivers, because there's so many in the league and that have played in the league, there, there is so many. Like it's it's kind of hard to name all of the great ones. Yeah, there's some coming up too. When when Julio and AB retire too, you're gonna have a some right. conversation about them too. Well, since we're on top, since we're on the subject of best receivers. Just quick news, like I don't know if you saw the green. Uh, what happened after? What was said after the Green Bay game last night? Devontae Adams said that he was the best receiver in the league. Do you agree? I would. I would respectfully disagree. I would still give the best receiver title to Julio or probably DeAndre. DeAndre Hopkins, man, that man a monster. No, no matter because you look at. I mean, besides uh, D-Watt, before D-Watt, like, no matter what quarterback he has, he's, he performs, man. Like, this man is crazy. And Julio, you know what Julio can do. So, I still wouldn't. I don't think I would give it to Devontae yet. No, not yet. There's plenty. I agree with you. Uh, I, I thought he was just in the moment. That's why I didn't pay hey, too, much, too much attention to it. He did have a big game, but it was against the San Francisco team. Yeah, they, they banged up team. Like, come on, man. That's an incredible <laughs> I would easily put Julio and Michael Thomas over him off off rip. Then you got people like D Hop, and people keep forgetting about Keenan Allen out there in L.A. Like he just fell off the planet or something. Oh He's yeah, still- and they got that 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 rookie now. He a, he a gunslinger too. Mm-hmm. So 
So keep uh, I, I would keep an eye out for Keenan Allen. Definitely, definitely. All right, Ty. So I know you've been listening. Every now and then we put people on the spot. Okay. So now I'm about to put you on the spot. I need, and you a basketball head like myself, I need your all-time starting five. All-time starting five off the head, off the dome. Off the dome, bro. Man, okay. Man, a point guard, just go ahead and give me Steph. I'm I'm a big Steph fan, like, I mean, not just because he's from, you know, the North Carolina parts, but give me Steph, like, two-time MVP, three-time champion, the best shooter in the history of the game. Yeah, go ahead and give me Steph. Shooting guard, shooting guard, of course, the, wait, are we are we doing this by position or just the best five? You're just your starting five. No, it don't matter the position, just your starting okay. five lineup. Give me MJ. Give me MJ too. I mean, all I have to do is say his name. I don't even have to say his accolades and stuff. Everybody know that. That's Michael Jordan right there. Right. Of course, give me Braun. Gotta get Braun in there. See, power forward is the most difficult one for me. But give give me Timmy. Give me big fun the, the fundamental man. Like this man, he's just gonna be solid in defense. He's gonna play some defense too. And then at center, if you don't have Shaq in your top ten. Like you said, you need to be drug tested or something. Shaq is a top ten player, the most oh. dominant player ever in the history of the game. Right. I think so, that's my five right there. All time, like this is with every everybody that's ever played in their prime. That's your start. Yeah, everybody prime. that's ever played, give me those five right there. Wow, you both you you <laughs> both for picking Steph. I am. Uh, I, I, I. Wait, who do you have though? I'm curious. Let's see. I got Magic Johnson, Ooh. Jordan. I I need buckets. Uh, LeBron, he he can. I already got Magic Johnson. I don't need another one. So I got KD. Power forward, I agree. Tim, Big Timmy, all time. Five. I wouldn't put Shaq there. I would have put somebody like Kareem. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, they. That's interesting. They gonna. They're going to kill you for not putting Braun in there, man. Just like they're going to kill me for not putting Magic in mine. <laughs> if anybody's listening, Braun is number two on the list of all-time NBA players, but he don't crack my starting five. Like Ooh, when, I need a, when I need a bucket, I'm calling KD instantly. That's, that's breaking news right there, man. That's, that's breaking news. <laughs> that's, that's a hot take. That's yeah, a hot. It is, man. But I like it. We got some all-time listening here today in this episode. I like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's gonna be plenty of people that disagree though. Oh hell yeah, most definitely. But all of this is opinionated, you know, with different errors and stuff. It's really hard, but it's, it's some good stuff though. Oh, always, always, always. No, this this essentially just gonna be the ranking episode. This is what this is what we're gonna do. So, going into this next NBA season, I need to know your top three teams that could take down the Lakers. Top three teams, okay. Before we get out of here. So, my number one team that could potentially take down the Lakers. And this is, this is uh, as of today, you know, people going to make moves down the line, and obviously that will change. But I'm going to say um, I'm actually going to go with the, the Celtics. I think with, with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum getting better, you know, Kimba, Hopefully next playoffs he won't play as bad and we add some bench pieces. 
And I think we can make a finals run next year. So they would definitely be my number one team. Two, I'm going to have the Warriors. They're going to be back. Oh, yeah. People, People sleep. They, they think KD left. Like, are they going to fall off? No. Steph and, and Clay, and I think they'll get Andrew Wiggins on track if they don't trade him. They're going to be back, and they're going to make some noise. So that definitely would be my number two team. And number three, I I would I want to stay away from Miami. And I, for the moment, I want to stay away from Brooklyn, too, because I don't know how the chemistry is going to be with, with Kyrie and KD. So I want to stay away from them. I don't even know if they can make the finals right now. So I might have to go with the Nuggets. You know, the, the rise of Jamal Murray and uh, that is key. And Michael Porter Jr., he has to play defense a little better. But um, that team, too. yeah, that team went healthy. It's, it's going to be pretty scary. You know, they took them to five games, but if they get better and stuff, they, they definitely give the Lakers a run for their money. So those are my three teams right there. I agree with you on the Celtics. Easily. Jalen Brown is coming up. Jason Tatum, Kimba Walker. Play better. Yeah, he has to. He has One to. thing, well, two things I will say. One, I think your Celtics pick is a little biased. <laughs> two, uh, two, I think they need a solid big man down low. Like the, yeah. Uh, y'all need a solid big man down low. If yes. y'all get that, y'all are y'all in the game. My my opinion, y'all in the y'all in there for sure. Number two, yes. I would say Denver, just because of what we've seen this past this past postseason, like Jamal Murray showing up, Jokic doing his thing, a point center, and it's crazy how effective he is as a point center too. Yeah, the Clippers sending all these crazy. They were sending these lazy double teams. He's just passing like easy pass, easy pass. Like you can't do that with Jokic. No, you cannot disrespect Denver like that. They stay healthy. They gonna be a problem in the next few years. I agree. Number three, I I want I really want to say Golden State. I mm-hmm. really want to say Golden State. I, I want to, because like you said, Steph Clay, that shooting backcourt. It's it's just different. They get especially if Clay get hot. Forget Steph. If Clay gets hot, it's it's really over at that point. It's, it's a wrap. <laughs> Thirty-seven and a quarter. It's sixty man in twenty something minutes. And twelve dribbles. Exactly crazy. Ridiculous. My third team. I'm. I want to say Milwaukee. If they can get Giannis, somebody else that's better than Chris Middleton because he's not cutting it. And Milwaukee will definitely be in the finals next year. Yeah, they have to change that team. This is the second year they disappointed in the playoffs. They got to change it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, Giannis going to be out of there. It already talks about him going to Miami. Yeah, I don't even know if he's going to sign that extension. It's, it's to be to be seen, I guess. Right. We'll just have to wait to this next seat, this next offseason and see what's up. Yes, sir. Oh, shit. Well, I think that's that's it for this episode, man. I appreciate you pulling up. Oh, you know what it is, man. Hopefully the viewers enjoy my rankings and uh it's it's been great talking to you, man. Always, always, brother. Always. Uh, you thanks for tuning in to the Elite. I'm Mark G. That's my brother Ty Moore. Sir. You can follow us on Instagram at the Elite Pod. You can find us on Facebook at the Elite Pod Sports Podcast. Uh like, subscribe, comment, tell us what your top five is. See y'all next episode.